Sketchcast. I'm Steve Miggs. I'm here with the Reverend in Fuego. Hi. Glenn Cannon. Good. Well, day. whatever time you're listening to it. Exactly. Night. I always forget go. that, man. I always forget <laughs> that. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Good Happy day, Kwanzaa. Sir. Plus, uh, uh, Glenn brought a few of her friends, uh, some people I know as well, which is very cool. Some fine men from the West Seattle Wrecking Crew. We've got Phil, Ed, and Parker hanging out with us as well. You guys good? Yeah, all good. man. We're all good. Are we man. missing a set of headphones? No, I'm giving mine to Ed. Oh, okay. crap. Son of a bitch. Damn it. That's all right. I gave him the shirt off my back, too, and he said, man, that stinks, and he handed it back. I don't think we're going to have many things that are going to be playing audio, because we're going to be talking a lot about the, the big show that's happening on Thursday, uh, yeah. the Beating Heart Benefit for Life Center Northwest happening at the Highway 99 Blues Club. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but before we started the podcast, I just wanted to give one quick story from my trip uh, to New York, because it, it, it stopped Glenn in his tracks. And it's <laughs> So for the longest time, I always tell my wife about my dad and how he's got temper issues, and he's uh, he, he can have meltdowns maybe five, six times What's in a day. What's the slang term for, what is it? A- aggressive, aggressive Steve? What do we... Oh, what, confrontation oh. Steve. Confrontation Steve. Yeah. Okay. So it's we've got genetic. confrontation dad. Yeah, it's yeah. genetic. Yeah, confrontation Bill is on another level. Mine's a friend, <laughs> like, whenever I, and I... I like to get into confrontation with random people, like argue over a parking spot or argue over something, but I do it more just for the comedic level of it because I just think it's fun just to see people get uncomfortable. And it's never like, oh, like I'm going to fight you oh, or yeah, anything I, like that. I love confrontation, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I build on it, man. So many people shy away from it. Man. You and Phil and should I, go bowling. Dude, I, I feed on it, dude. I, I love watching people get I'm the so guy upset. when someone tries to cut a line. I'm like, do you not see there's a line behind you? And just to see how they're going to react. I don't really If they said, yeah, and I didn't care, I'm like, all right, cool. I just wanted to have this moment with you. Yeah, and everybody always thinks that I'm not from Seattle. They're like, oh, you, you're, you're, you're confrontational, man. You must not be from here. I'm like, no, man, I'm born and raised here, man. That's just how it's, it's a rarity. <laughs> it's just my dad was. <laughs> My dad, though, is the kind of guy that would get into fight. He's like now 70-ish. Seven? <laughs> and he'd still throw down with somebody if he had to on like a Sunday. Oh, so your dad's Just beat me to a pulp. <laughs> yeah. He'd be up there like, that's my friend. Know dad is. Yeah, so anyways, we go to the Devil's Game. And he paid for a parking spot ahead of time. We park. Uh, we come back. It's like one of those valet-type parking, but they let us park his himself. But I saw the other cars. So he parks his car. And when we came back, there was one car kind of in front and another car parked too close next to him. There was a window where he could get through. But I was trying to walk my dad through that, and he was just not turning quick enough. And I was finally at the point where I'm like, let me take the car, and I'll do it. And he didn't trust me because it's his car, and I get that. He's still your dad. Dude. Right. Yep. Right. So I'm not going <laughs> to fight him. You may tell be, me how to drive. Yeah, you might, yeah. Be, you might be more capable, but you're, you're still, still his son. Right. I had to be, so mind you, while all this is going on, I'm holding his cane and my mom's cane. And he says, can you go find somebody to move that car? Like, sure. I know that, like, time is of the essence before my dad snaps. And my mom's in the car. My <laughs> wife's in the car. So now I'm running around the streets of Newark, New Jersey, which is not necessarily the best, but I'm trying to find Did this. you still have the two canes? Yes. The so world's like worst some superhero. Kind of crazy, you know, so, Ninja Turtle, yeah. I'm walking with intention while holding two canes in my hand. Looking for the parking attendant guy, people are backing up. Yeah, I'm looking. Is that your car it's with two you canes? Got, it's because you got two canes in your hand. I got two canes. I got you a wood no. one and an aluminum one. So I'm ready to go, depending on which league we're going for. So, anyways, find the guy. He kind of backs up, thinking I'm trying to. I'm like, hey, man, you got someone's car from your crew is in front of my dad's. Can you move? He's like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in a couple of minutes. Things are just crazy right now. I'm like, that's fine. No problem. I forget my dad has no patience. So I go back. I'm like, yeah, the guy's going to be coming any minute. 30 seconds goes by. I'm not even kidding. And my dad goes, can you figure out how to get into his car and move it? Oh, no. And I'm just like, I'm not going into another man's car. He's like, the key's probably under one of the tires uh, or something along those lines. He's like, just go in the car and move it. I'm Be like, quick, dad, boy, or we'll end up in jail. Not right. get moving. I'm like, dad, 
I'm not going into another person's car and moving their car. It just as much of a great story this will be. I do not think I would be genuinely pissed if I came and saw somebody in my car moving it, even if they were I'd in the right. Out. I'd wig out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's someone else's car. It'd be on. So I'm like, no, man, the guy's coming. Let's just have a little patience. It's going to be fine. Another 20 seconds goes by. He's like, F this. If you're not going to do anything, I will. Oh, I was like, oh, no. boy. Yeah, but see, he can get away with it, though, because he's old. I mean, if Glenn comes out and there's a 75-year-old guy in his car. Then actually, I and you're, and what, are you, what are you going to say? I'd be like, you're in a lose-lose situation here because if you fight the guy, then you just beat up an old man. And, <laughs> right. and, then, if, and then if you throw your hands up and he kicks and, and, and then he takes you down, then you just, you just got beat well, up by an old man. Dude, you know me. I'd walk up and be like, sir. Do you know where you are? <laughs> this isn't your living room. I know that. Okay. And yeah. why aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> so anyway, he gets out of the car and he's pissed right now. And I could feel the embarrassment from my wife in the back. Like she's oh, just like, oh my yeah. gosh. You know, my wife does not like this kind of stuff. She doesn't like confrontation. She doesn't like drama. She does not like my dad having a serious meltdown outside of a New Jersey Devils game. <laughs> so now he goes to the car, tries to open it. No luck. Tries to another door. Tries The back passenger side door is unlocked. No way. Here oh we go. God, opens man. it. Leans over to unlock the driver's side door, opens that now, and now is looking for the key to the car under the winch, you know, under the visor, under the front door, the this front tire. Happening. Yeah, this and is I'm happening. watching this, and I'm like, oh, how God. do I discreetly film this? I can't because I know my wife's gonna get mad. My mom's in the back; she's just acting like this is no big deal. I love, I love that you've acclimated to our times to the degree where you're like, I need to be filming this. <laughs> <laughs> So He's now, not trying to break you know, up the situation. If He's it was 1958, point. Steve would have like a sketch pad out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Doing a charcoal rubbing of the event. Now, is everybody <laughs> sober? Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, boy, a, that's a valid question. No, though. you're right, dude. There was a moment during that experience <laughs> breaking where... breaking into a car. I was like, Dad, I'm going to go to a bar. I'll come back after like four or five shots because I can't <laughs> handle this. So now he opens up the driver door. He's And I have a picture of it just so you have proof to see what I'm <laughs> seeing right here. There's my dad. He's all uh, he's all bundled up he's proper. Bun- he's got his de- cold in New he's York. He's got his devil's beanie on. <laughs> he's got the door open. Go devils! And now just lays his hand on the horn until somebody shows up. And I'm talking over three minutes. So just bah! and we're just oh. sitting in there, and I'm like, my wife's like, I can't believe this is happening. It's like palm and palm and hand, you know, palm and face. Yeah, it's just. And I'm just watching this. I'm like, well, if the guy comes over pissed, now I'm going to have to get in. I'm going to have to go and I'm going to have to my fight. Dad. Yeah. Your dad would be like, hit him, Steven. You got to bob and weave. So, oh, bob and weave. So, oh, right. oh. bob like, and weave. So, oh, <laughs> this is not a father son bonding experience get I was up, expecting. <laughs> so I'm like, this is not going to end well. He's just, mm. no, it's my wife texts me, I can't believe this. I'm just like, well, this was my childhood basically in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> to which her response was, I never understood the, the, the level. I am very sorry. Oh, oh yeah. That's incredible, You man. have my greatest sympathies. And I'm, I'm finding great entertainment in this, but it's like, I could tell, like, she's... She my, sees you through a new set of eyes, And my, yes, my mom... Tantrums you can get away with now? Oh, gosh, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> my temper tantrums seem like nothing now. Like, she always was like, I, I know you get your temper when I have minor temper moments, but when I do, it's definitely from my father. And now she understands, like, because this was, like, next level. Guy shows up. My dad's yelling at him as he's walking. I have oh, this and that. And the guy, I think he realized that he it's did like not a priest. He didn't want to mess with crazy. He's just like, I'm sorry, sir. He gets the keys. The keys were in the back tire. They were sitting on the back tire. My dad checked everywhere but the back tire. Wow. 
Nice. But given the circumstance, I can see your dad, like, nice. you know, putting it in neutral and walking away. That'll teach him, you know. And then, yeah. I was like, almost tempted. I was like, pushing. just ghost riding the whip. Yeah, just, <laughs> just off it goes, man. When the horn thing happened, I actually thought, you know what, dad? I'll put it in neutral. Just give it a little shove, and I'll, I'll swing it into a spot. It's better than, than this this scene. So then it all unfolds. The guy moves the car. He doesn't. It, it's like as if the guy, I think he just realized, I do not want to mess with this guy. My dad's like losing his mind. He's just like, I'm sorry, sir, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, you the get car. to the point where you're breaking into somebody's car at that point, man. Yeah, yeah you don't want to mess with them. A 77-year-old man who just broke into your car. And you're holding two canes. Yes. <laughs> While filming, or trying to film it, with uh, an old woman that's 74, like my mom, and my wife, who's, like, I believe, sunk underneath the seat at this point. <laughs> She's oh, God, missing. Yeah. She's oh. under the floor. So mat, I send man. that picture to the guys on the show. Yeah, all you're like, missing at this point is like an eight-year-old daughter cheering you on. <laughs> yes, that would have been amazing. <laughs> so anyways, we get out. <laughs> That's just the car. He's got this damn satellite. You know, he's got the Sirius Radio XM and it's on the Christmas station. And now he just starts singing Jingle Bells, like as if nothing happened. That's incredible. <laughs> nothing wow. happened. I want to go drinking with your dad, dude. dude. It's hilarious. And I'm just like, are we going to ignore the fact that you just broke into another man's car? So that's all good. Yeah. 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 What's the problem? Well, that's what my wife said. She's like, how has he not had a heart attack? Because he had like seven or more, seven more meltdowns. perfectly calm. Yeah, Steve's back morning. there like, honey, he wasn't upset. You're misunderstanding. He gets it out, <laughs> and he's done, and he moves on. He's happy again. I can kind of relate to that. That's so fantastic. <laughs> So that was that was our, our our week in New York in a nutshell. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there were a few other meltdowns. He almost killed my mom. That was also pretty awesome. Oh dear! Like by running her over. Like oh, legit. Oh, wow. So we were leaving to with cars. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you were right. We're leaving to go back to the airport, and he. We all get in the car. So he thinks my mom is still getting in the car as he starts hitting reverse, and I turn behind. I see my mom skipping. Trying to like not get run over by the Hurry door. Up, woman. So finally, I'm like, Dad, you're trying to kill mom? He's like, What? And he didn't realize that the door wasn't so open. <laughs> Slams on the brakes. My mom gets in the car and he goes, Roseanne, buckle up already. <laughs> <laughs> that is an old school man right there. I'm like, No, sorry, hon. <laughs> I almost killed you. Buckle up already. Buckle up. Wow. Yep. It was a great time, man. It was good you know, to see you, mom and dad. But your, mom, your mom just really must have a sense of humor in order to put up with that. She does. So she just years. laughs everything off. I think, you know, yeah, you're, you're together for 50 years. They just celebrated their 50-year anniversary. That's incredible. And I think a lot of it has to be, and like we both said, like, my dad has the perfect woman for him. Nothing phases her. She's good. She laughs everything off. Yep. He goes nuts. She <laughs>, laughs it off. It's a great time. I ran into this guy on the beach once that was married for like 55 years. I was like, man, what's the secret? Because I just got married. And he just, without any hesitation, he just looked over at me and goes, cheat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Again, another old school dude. Get some, like, some vouchers. No, that was not the answer. You don't have to explain to those sores when they flare up. <laughs> wow. He's like, you got to have something on the side, man. <laughs> no what? hesitation. Why don't Thanks, we have Father O'Bannon? We never anyway, have those seeing you. We never have those audio clips. Whenever they talk to that old person, like, "What's the secret to life?" And they're always like, "Drink whiskey, or you know, have some beers, or you cheat, know, cheat, cheat. <laughs> have affairs. It keeps you young." I think I'll pass on that one. Thanks. <laughs> oh man, so uh, let's talk about what's going on with that, everyone here that's in the room because this is something really cool that Glenn told me. It's like, hey man, it'd be cool to have a couple of my buddies come in. And of course, A, we're fortunate enough to be able to play on this show, yeah. but let's uh, tell everybody what's going on. Well, so I introduce everybody. So we've got Phil Kennedy here. Yes. Um, he's the promoter of the event. It, uh, event it. I, event it. I, I think Congrats. I've had too much coffee or not enough. There you go. It's salted. Uh, yeah, it is salted. Yeah. <laughs> 
undernourished and overcaffeinated. And then Ed Maloney, yes, um, from Highway 99, which is where the show is going to be this Thursday. And then Parker Lundgren sitting over here. Um, say hi, everybody. Yo, yeah. yo. So, um, yeah, actually, I'll, I'll just hand it over to Phil, man. Uh, why don't you talk about the event and tell us what's going on, bro? Oh, well, I can, I can tell you I'm ready for this to happen. <laughs> uh, I can tell you my wife is ready for this to happen so she can have her husband back. Because it seems like the <clears throat> my life is just consumed with staying on my phone all the time and uh, shooting a million emails and trying to put this thing together. But well, dealing out. with musicians is an easy thing to put do. Put together right? events. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like hurting cats, man. I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure Ed can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ed, do you like... Dealing with a musician trying to be a promoter is a whole other level. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, it's funny. In, in doing this as long as I have, and I, I say it, I'm like, look, Fair enough. musicians are terrible, terrible people. And yeah. people always laugh, and I'm like, you think I'm kidding? Horrid creatures. They're, they're terrible people, man. Like, I'm sorry I bothered you. I know you want to get to your next bong rip, but regarding the show you're supposed to play Friday, yeah. yeah. You know, have oh, you dude. sold any tickets? What? Dude. Oh, I won't even get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I feel like I'm trying to wrangle up a bunch of bass players. It's, it's tricky business. <laughs> But uh, no, it's it's great though, man. We're uh, we're really got the the ball rolling on this, and uh, it's happening, man. And it just kind of started out as a thought, and we talked about it for a while, just really wanting to like reach out to the community and do something that's just bigger than us, to do something special, and and um, hold a charity event, and you know, really, really be involved. And uh, this uh, this time of year, is, uh, it's kind of a special time for us, and it's uh, it's bittersweet because uh, December fourth, which is today. Uh, is the two-year anniversary of our friend Joel Eggert crashing his motorcycle. Jeez. And that's, that was rough. That was rough times. And, uh, and so the 8th was the last time we all got to say our goodbyes to him. But uh, this is, you know, the 6th is the event. And so it's a, it, it's a commemoration of Joel Eggert, mm. but it doubles as a, a charity for Life Center Northwest, who is the organ donor foundation that helped facilitate uh, the transplanting of his organs and give life to so many people. And, uh, and including a heart, yeah, with his with his heart, with uh, with skin tissue, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. It's and, incredible. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And we're actually flying uh, Jet Rose Lawrence uh, down from Alaska, his heart recipient, and so she will be here. Our uh, our other member wow. uh, for the West Seattle Wrecking Crew, Bender, he's uh, flying up to Alaska to escort her onto the flight and bringing her back to Seattle on Thursday. And then we're going to, she's going to be staying in uh, Can Bender help me next time I go to New York and I need to get out of a parking situation with my father? <laughs> he would actually be the perfect guy to do I'm that. Not say, I'm not sure you want Bender on no, that No, no, no. He's the perfect dude, guy you know? for that because he's so positive, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would just make... Oh, look under the back tire. This little blonde guy that talks really <laughs> fast <laughs> said something to me Bro. about my car. <laughs> I'm just going to continue my <laughs> meal. Just take a breath, bro, man. Everything's going to be fine, bro. I don't know if you've met Bender. Of course, our whole audience hasn't met Bender, but that's that's not far from uh, really accurate impersonation. <laughs> oh, I thought he was like, you know, when you call a big guy tiny, I thought he was the most negative man in the world. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Everything <laughs> sucks. You all yeah, suck. Yeah, it was actually funny. Our, our, our buddy Zach, uh, he was uh, sitting in the bar with us. We were all like tears in our beers and stuff whenever uh, whenever Joel passed away. And, and we were all just really, really worried about Parker's. Parker's on tour. And we're like, man, I just, it's really got to be really, really hard on Parker right now with, you know, with not being around all the family and stuff and just Zach leans over he's like dude Parker is fine right now because he's with Bender <laughs> I'm like what and he's like no no seriously Bender's like the happiest guy in the universe man he, he will cheer Parker up because he's just gonna be like dude, dude dude Parker bro bro it's gonna be fine bro so we're, we're gonna get together and we're, and we're gonna have shots and, and we're gonna honor our brother dude it's gonna be it's gonna be fine bro it's gonna be fine 
And, that, and that's and that's like, it's kind of it's kind of Bender in a nutshell. So um, let's go all the way back first, just so people know the music is going to be incredible there. So obviously yeah. the money is being raised for the Life Center Northwest. Um, um, we're going to get to be a part of it, Glenn and I, with Bruiser yeah. Brody, uh, uh, which I think is awesome, featuring Parker Lundgren of Queensryche. Parker's joining us on stage, which is going to be a blast. Right. Yeah, that that was uh, so when we first started doing this um, event. Um, there was no bands booked yet. And uh-huh. so Glenn and I are like, well, we'll do something. So, you know, even if we can't get anything. Yeah. And then Bruiser Brody came on board and I'm like, all right, so now what? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'll play a song with well, no, Bruiser Brody. I, I, think, I think the poster, the poster went live on social media and up on the phone with Parker and he's like, so, um, <laughs> what's uh, up? How do I do? <laughs> You're welcome. You know, and I pulled a bender. I'm like, oh, dude, it'll be cool. We'll figure this out. He's like, okay, you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. Parker came down last night to uh, Bruiser Brody rehearsal and jam with us. And I'm just a blast. Give more away than that, but it's going to be really cool. We're going to do the triple guitar threat and. You know, sweet. Let Parker just completely unbuckle and do his thing. It's going to be cool, man. It's really going to be happening. Yeah. Rehearsal last night was a blast. Yeah, actually. Yeah, Wait, it was you guys high. rehearsed. We rehearsed. That's how much we care about this show. Wow. We rehearsed for this show. Well, we're doing something <laughs> else, which actually too. is a rarity. Yeah, that's a big deal, man. Well, yeah. we're, we're, uh, <laughs> Travis Brott had the idea of doing a particular song, and uh, it was something we were kicking around for live day potentially, and it didn't happen. But then because we were unable to practice, we could, couldn't get together. <laughs> Before we were going to play a couple hundred thousand people on the radio. People, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't rehearse before we were going to play two hundred thousand. We didn't practice. <laughs> I rarely rehearse before a game. I will say that we played incredibly that day. Felt uh, good. You guys yeah. sounded amazing yeah. on live day. We got through it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's one of those things, I'm telling you, Rev, like by the first chorus, my internal dialogue's going like, sweet, everyone did their homework. It's a group project, and nobody has been hanging out together to work on the group project, and you're just like... I hadn't even seen Travis in a couple the, months. The actually. last time I saw Travis was the last time we played a show, which was a few months before that. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was a, a good pl- practice. Hey, good yeah. to see you. I'm just looking forward to hearing everyone's dead again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a running joke. You weren't there for that conversation, but uh, Phil was saying our, our buddy Alex that rides with us, he's part of the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, because you gave him a CD. He's got Thanks the Brody record and apparently put Everyone's Dead on repeat. Nice. And when I say on repeat, I mean apparently for 40 minutes <laughs> and Alex singing at the top of his lungs. Yeah, in the car. And like yeah. physically accosting <laughs> Phil and screaming the chorus at him. So when they played it Sunday night on Loud nice. Local, Phil just kind of got quiet. <laughs> and it's like, do you not like this song, Phil? He's like, I'm going to need a moment for personal reflection yeah. on that. <laughs> 37 times ago, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, and, then I get in, and then I get into my car the next day because we, uh, we got a little soily and we freaking uh, had to go down and pick up our car the next morning, uh, as, uh, as that happens frequently. And uh, I get into the car and I turn, I, t- I turn the ignition and it's just, everyone's dead. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> There's other songs on the album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nine other ones. We can enjoy those. Yeah, I haven't heard any of those. Yeah, it's, it's, number eight. We're, we're going to play, what we're, the set we're going to do is really cool. And that's part of why we got together last night. Is And that was a thing, too, where I sent up a flare kind of middle of the day, like, hey, we've discussed this. Are we doing this? And immediately Travis was like, yeah, I spent a lot of time working on it. I've got it together. And everyone else in the band was like, right. I'll begin learning it right away. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lie. Know, yeah, I, had a, I, I put literally. it on repeat on my Apple Music while I put up Christmas lights to, to learn a song that we're going to be covering. Fortunately, it's by a band that the drummer doesn't do anything other than the same beat the entire song. Congratulations, oh, sir. Yeah. So I got the easy deal. Yeah, meanwhile, I spent two and a half hours picking apart all those layers and trying to put it into one cohesive guitar part. And it's a band that features a lot of synth pads. And I'm like, how am I going to oh, cheat fun. my way? Kaiju Gugu. I got to cheat my way past that somehow. So I need to ape the guitar parts while also mimicking the keyboard parts. 
Got you're gonna like uh, have a kazoo in your mouth or something oh, as you're going dude, along. Yeah, I got a kick drum on my back and a tambourine between my knees and one man band. You're gonna make this happen. Do it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, the same beat gets repeated. And I was like, I don't even want to do it that way. I'm gonna change it to the way I like to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you can hear Bruiser Brody cover YYZ Thursday oh, night God. at Highway 99 Blues Club. Also, why only in the wreckage you're gonna be playing? Uh, John nice. is from uh, Ten Miles Wide and Intasar, who's incredible, and she just put out a new song, and yeah. that's really awesome. And then also. So Siren Sister, which I have not played, I think, in years. No, I don't yeah, think and that's so, really yeah. exciting. Zach too from Vendetta Red. It's yeah, also yeah. Jeff from Bruiser Brody and Duff McKagan's Loaded. A bunch of other great members also are in that group, too. And I remember being a big fan of their record. So that's going to be exciting to see those guys. Yeah, perform. and uh, Vendetta Red actually just put out a new album, too. Yeah. So good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. That was no. kind of unique how, how I ended up meeting uh, meeting Zach is, uh, from, uh, from Vendetta Red is uh, our kids went to preschool together. And uh, just naturally, you know, like, hey, birthday parties, you know, and then they're coming over. And Such a kids. rock star way to. Yeah. <laughs> and next thing, you know, no, I'm seriously. And then I, I ended up throwing uh, my daughter. I asked my daughter what kind of theme birthday party she wanted. She's like, I want a rock star theme birthday party. And and so we made uh, my wife made that uh, concert tickets for her birthday. And then uh, on the bill, <laughs> I had uh, I had Darcy Carlson play at, uh, at my daughter's birthday. And then. Uh, and then Zach Davidson from Vendetta Red, and then uh, and then Glenn Cannon showed up here and played at my daughter's birthday also, and it was just it was awesome. He's up there on uh, on my deck like hiding below and uh, just kind of staying out of sight because uh, he he knew what was going to well, happen. Phil shot me this look hiding below. I tried. To I think hide. he said hiding below. I'm like, kid, man. When you're gonna be around that many children, you need to be on your toes. And then so. there's Glenn hiding cocaine Glenn Glenn hiding at my below. daughter's birthday party. That's Dr. nice to be to hide the cocaine from. This Children. first song's called The Mule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah, and then, and then my, my kid, she, she grabs the microphone from Darcy and was like, everybody quiet, I need your attention. Glenn Cannon's in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I did. I, Jeez, I did. My wife got me a cupcake that was vegan for my birthday. Well, that's nice. Can you plan my birthday party? What's a vegan cupcake like? Was it pretty tasty? It's almost as satisfying as a regular cupcake. Did you cupcake. eat McDonald's almost. later in your Jeep and cry? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> After wow. that, you had vegan cooking for one. I'd love to talk to you guys. I know Glenn shared the story with me, and it really blew me away, just the, the, the backstory. I always thought that the West Seattle Wrecking Crew was something that you guys were all a part of uh, before Joel's passing. I did not know that that was a tribute to Joel. And I don't know if, well, Glenn, you've shared it. Maybe, Parker, you could talk about yeah. your, your, your relationship with Joel and, and, and just the bringing together. The backstory behind your group is incredible. Yeah, well, well, we were. Um, I was on tour at the time when, when Joel passed away, and... Um, so we were, you know, everyone was kind of planning for his memorial. Um, and um, a friend hit me up and was like, hey, so Joel was having these um, shirts made. It was like a Harley logo that said West Seattle Wrecking Crew. And he wanted it to be a surprise for all the guys we ride with and stuff, you know. And uh, so that was the first time I'd heard, you know, of, of that, you know, that phrase. And um, it was supposed to be this like kind of vision that he had for a motorcycle club with all musicians. And then, you know, he passed away. And so cool. I thought the best thing to do is to, um, to have patches made and give those out at his memorial to uh, 30 guys that I thought that he would want them to go to. And that's kind of how it all started. So, wow. Yeah. What a great tribute. Yeah. So and when like Glenn mentioned that to me, I was like, whoa, man, yeah, that's a heavy kind of a, yeah. Well, Parker and I were talking about the other day, and I kind of said, you know, we're, we're sort of memorial riders. So it was the best way I could think of to sum up our, our group. Because as, as, as Phil's pointed out, like Sunday night when we were talking to Kevin Deers on Loud and Local, mm -hmm. it's uh, all musicians or people that are really invested in the music community or work in the music scene or community in some way. And Joel was a massive supporter of the local music Huge, scene. Huge, yeah. And a musician and a songwriter mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah. And, and so that kind of became 
I guess, the tribe. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we all ride together and hang together. And then, you know, this is the first event I think that we've tried to put on together. It's been, Phil was like, I think I'm going to do this. And then two days later, it was like, this is in progress, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so it's a, it's a cool thing. And, and so I think a lot of it's about honoring someone we love and miss. And, and of course, all of us just staying together as a tribe of brothers, you know? I remember you even called me because like, that's one thing I would bruise a bro. I'm like, man, if we could just not ever play on a weeknight, that'd be great because of my schedule. And then yeah, I remember you called. That. and But I remember you <laughs> said, hey, we, here's the thing. It's on a weeknight, but this is why. I'm like, oh, F yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. Let's do let's do this. One of those musicians who just wants to work Saturday nights. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Friday, no, no. In all fairness, I'll work a Friday as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, we kicked that idea around of having it on, having it on a Saturday and, uh, <clears throat> and you know, this... Uh, it's Ed's club, and uh, we kicked it around, it kicked it around uh, a lot, quite a bit. And uh, ultimately, we decided on a Thursday because we have so many friends that are musicians that end up playing gigs on weekends, yep. and we didn't want to leave a lot of people out. And we have a lot of friends that work in the industry, uh, as as far as like you know, bartenders and waitresses and stuff. And and uh, the the weeknight or the weekends are usually a really really busy time for them. So mm-hmm. we figured if we did it on a Thursday night, which is uh, kind of the new Friday. And, it was like, and it was like it, Sunday or Thursday, but we figured everyone would be too hungover on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to head Yeah, you just got to power through a Friday. <laughs> Big deal. Sunday's a day for regret, man. <laughs> and this took on a whole other meaning on another level because then the news came out about Highway 99 Blues Club, and that's Ed's at your club. Uh, this is one of the last shows that's going to be happening there, huh? Yeah, the last show is actually New Year's Eve, and uh, and I guess after this whole thing was organized, we uh, we got the news. We found out. Uh, but a week before Thanksgiving, just uh, you know, last year trying to strike a deal with our landlords, the uh, the unknowns of what's going to happen when the viaduct comes down, and uh, yeah. we just couldn't strike a deal that was uh, you know worth the risk of uh, sticking around. So, so for now, yeah, this is one of our last shows. Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about the whole viaduct thing. What a colossal! No, that's like, a debacle on so many levels. Yeah, seeing Highway 99. Goes. That's a kick in the balls it right is, there. Yeah, yeah and pretty... we've made it through a lot over the years too. You know, we made it through the, the recession and you know various construction projects in front of us. And this one's just, you know, we needed the we needed the rent to be really righteous in order to even think about 2019. So, yep. you know, we're kind of thinking beyond and different ways we're going to promote the club and see if we can't resurface somewhere in Seattle, which is increasingly difficult in this town these days. You know. Yeah, they make it a little hard for people to have music venues in a city that was built on being a music city. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah. It's, you yeah, think about yeah, it. The Liquor Control Board alone makes that challenging, really challenging, you know. So, But yeah, you know, it's it's another great reason to come down Thursday. I mean, obviously, it's a, a really cool event for a really great cause. And, um, you know, I got to meet some of the people from Life Center uh, very recently because um, Joel's going to be featured on their, their big parade float, actually. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet some of the people you know, involved with that. And, you know, they, they were kind of stoked because no one's really done anything like this to shine a light, at least in what I would call our community, let's say the music community or the rock community or whatever, you know, because it's, it's, it's kind of across multiple barriers and genres there. But, you know, to have something like that shedding light on what it is they do, I think was a unique thing for them. So, and a lot of those people are going to be down at the event as well. So, you know, you look at it and it's, you know, some of the last times we get to enjoy Highway 99, which is a really special place that we hate to see go. Um, and then, Tragedy. Yeah. And, and then, you know, in this, this, this powerful event, it's a very heartfelt thing. Um, no, no pun intended, honest to God. Um, you know, it's a pretty special night. So I, I hope people can join us and, and come down I'm and looking su- forward to it, yeah. support Highway 99, support Life Center Northwest, you know, and support uh, the family of Joel and, 
and all of us. Uh, I think it's one of the, one of the great things for the club. Is over. I was saying this, <clears throat> excuse me, on Loud and Local the other night. <laughs> you know, Joe, we to, we've done a lot of fundraisers over the years. You know, we've probably each year we try to figure out a way to get like twenty percent of whatever our revenue would be back into the community. And it usually, you know, usually finds its way through ways of like musicians and medical, or unfortunately arrangements for fallen for falling artists and their families. But uh, you know, Joel did so much for the music community, as you were saying a few mm-hmm. minutes ago, and specifically for Highway 99. The guy never rolled in without 15 or 20 people. And you know, that's what you need. And I'm, you know, the, re- the wrecking crew is not afraid to pick up a bar tab. You know, so that's what keeps these places open. You know? So uh, having one of the last fundraisers be a tribute to Joel was just uh, is full circle, man. It, ma- it makes you well, wow. No pun intended as well, Glenn, yeah, but yeah. it really warms your heart. You know, that's amazing. So, I think it's we're fortunate to be able to have had Phil and the crew put this together for us with the unknown of you know everything going down. And if people want, they could go to the fa- on Facebook if you just type in uh, "Beating Heart" Bruiser Brody something along yeah, those lines. You, you do a search for any of those things, um, you'll find the event page. Tickets are available through Highway 99's website. What's the Highway 99 website? Um, highway 99 Highway 99 Blues dot com. Cool, two cool. numbers nine. You can spell it out too. We got a whole bunch. Of and the nice thing is everything. The show starts at <clears throat> seven p.m. So we're not talking about like your typical late night. So even <laughs> if you do have to get up the next day, hey, if I'm getting up at three in the morning the next day, yeah. you can get up too, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. Yeah. And, and, and we're and we're going we're going all out. I mean, we got some killer merch. And I, don't, I don't know if you got a, if you saw any of the stuff that was flying around on Facebook. I, I mean, saw the PBR inspired. Yeah, man. That's and that's just awesome. I mean, uh, Ed's Ed's wife Britta. She really. Really, really put a lot of work in that, along with uh, uh, Joel's daughter Rhiannon and uh, and Wyatt Olney. Um, they really, really put a lot of time and effort into kind of perfecting that and dialing it in and making it just right so we could get it printed on some T-shirts. And mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be awesome. We got, uh, but it's a limited amount. So um, I, if you get there, get there soon. And because yeah. uh, doors open, I'm going at right after say. Yeah, I'm just going right there. <laughs> <laughs> doors doors open at six. Yeah. Uh, shows at seven. But uh, I mean, the the merch is limited. But uh, tattoos won't be limited. We're actually uh, our buddy Lance is also West Seattle Wrecking Crew. Uh, he's a tattoo artist at Slave to the Needle. And he's going to be there uh, doing Life Center Northwest tattoos. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah he's going to be set up on site, uh, if you're familiar with the layout of the club. Yeah. You know, but he'll be there all night doing ink for people that want it. Yeah, so, so if you yeah. want to yeah, if you want to uh, donate to the cause uh, and uh, become an organ donor, then uh, there you go. You get to, you know, slap some ink on your skin at the same time you know, for not, something special. I want to ask this. I know, Parker, you're here. Queensryche, what's going on in the world of Queensryche? Uh, we got a new album coming out. Yep. Yeah, so that comes out in March, and um, right now we got a lot of downtime. So uh, we finished the record, and now I get to hang out with friends and do fun stuff like this. Do yeah. some charity events, and got a, a guitar shop I'm working on. And um, I, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. That that I've been watching everything on Facebook, and it just looks like it's really just kind of blowing up now. Yeah, I've always kind of like... Um, oh, yes. <laughs> Diablo guitars. Yeah, yeah. So guitars always come and go, you know. If, if you're an obsessed musician like uh, Glenn and I when it comes to <laughs> guitars and I have a guitar, gu- have a guitar habit. I'm guitarded. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, <laughs> it's a nice play on words. So now it's an excuse. So I, you know, buy them and sell them and fix them and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, but we got a shop called Diablo Guitars. It's actually down where Studio 7 was. Another... Mm-hmm. Classic oh, concert God, venue right. to shut down it's in gone. Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So, which is sad, but um, 
Yeah. I recommend people finding your Facebook page because you always post all these uh, pictures, and it's just, if you're a guitar guy, yeah. you're probably going to they, they get a lot empty of your wallet a few really times. Really cool. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Cool stuff through that shop. And mm-hmm. I'd say, too, and I had put up a thing on Facebook as well, just saying if there's something particular looking for, um, Parker probably knows how to find it. So if you're like, man, I'm looking for you know a late 70s Les Paul Custom, or I'm looking for... You know, a mid '60s Strat. Give Diablo a chance to hunt it down for you because you know, dude, it's a musician running a guitar shop. You got to love that, right? You know, that's someone you can trust. You're not going to get burned by someone like that. You know, burned by Diablo. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust the devil. (laughs) I just love it's also called the Axes of Evil. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome on the sticker. I love the logo too. This logo is so cool. Yeah, yeah so, established. Uh, six, you want to tell the backstory yeah, Parker, on the logo, the Parker? The oh yeah, so um, Casey Brookbush. Is that how you say the last name? Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I would say it. Yeah, he's a local artist, and I've always loved his stuff. He does like lots of musicians, and um, he's been involved paintings. with the Ten Miles Wide guys. And yeah, does yeah. a lot of really cool art. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And um, so I, I just wanted to like kind of devil face because I already had the name Diablo Guitars, Axes of Evil, and I was kind of telling him the the idea behind it. And he's like, all right, well, I need a, a spot to start because I got to do this by scratch. You know, if it's going to be a legit image that you're going to own and it's going to be like yours, he's like, I can't just grab stuff off the internet and start Photoshop or right. whatever, you know? And he's like, so I'm going to, I got this photo of you I'm going to start with. I'm like, wait, no, that's weird. <laughs> oh, nice. no, I'm like, no, what? That's, that's weird. And so I'm like, well, he's like, I got I to gotta use somebody's face. And I'm like, Joel. I'm like, I found a, a photo of Joel kind of with this evil grin. He was probably up to no good that night. And uh, <laughs> I sent that to him. And he he turned it into that, um, that oh, logo. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really so cool. it went full circle, you know. We, so, uh, yeah. we you know, we'll, uh, yeah. I'll get Parker to show you guys the images. But the initial sketch is just this beautiful sketch of, of Joel. And then the next one, you can see where he's and then they add he's more he's morphed <laughs> it a little bit and tweaked it. And then he morphed it and tweaked it. And so, slowly, you can't tell that. Maybe it was necessarily the origins of Joel's face, but that's what it was born of. And Parker huh. was like, you need to see this. And it's like four different stages of the initial sketch, and then it's slowly becoming. That's really cool. yeah, yeah, it was really happening. Parker's like, you need to see this, man, you know, and shot it out. We have like a group chat within the club, and he was like, you guys all got to see this. And it's really neat to watch that unfold. Yeah, oh, yeah. My, my favorite uh, one is, too, is like the, like the second sketch. He's, like, he's got the sketch of Joel's face, and then the next one over is just the sketch of Joel's face with devil horns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you don't want it to. Tr- like, I see you, where you're you don't going want it to be Joel's like face. You're like, yeah, <laughs> right, you, know, you want to, yeah. Let's augment it now that you've got the thing. But yeah, well, what'd you say? I'm like, I just, because I was like, oh, is this going to be a, a sketch of you? And I'm like, trying to look, I'm like, I don't see no. you in this. And I'm like, okay. And then when you said that, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. And I, I, this is a silly question. But I always love talking to people who've been on the road with bands and obviously played some pretty high profile shows. You guys play all over the world. Uh, what's a favorite memory that you have from being on tour with Queensryche? Like something that when you came back, you're like, I can't wait to tell the fellows this story. Um, Probably when Ronnie James Deal kissed me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, so you were the man on the Silver Mountain all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You were like a goddamn no, rainbow in the dark, bro. All right, we I, need to hear this. Yeah. That, that was I a weird... Parker in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was... Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it was... Uh, we were in Italy. Dude, I was like 21. I didn't know what was happening, you know? It was like my first time being in Europe. Did and... he have to step on a stool to oh, get yeah. to your he lips? Was, yeah. Did he have to step up on something? <laughs> I didn't say... He, on the lips, man. He just... You well, know, where did he 
Open mouth, huh? It was like he was my grandpa or something. Like, I'm proud of you, son. You know, like your cheek or something? Like my forehead, yeah. But no, he um like the Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Come over here. No, we. So it was awesome in Motley. Yeah, it was awesome. Motley Crue and Heaven and Hell and a bunch of other bands. It was it was in Italy. And uh, we got done playing, and I've got all my, my gear with me. I'm trying to get through the door. I got, like, you know, two guitars and an amp, and I got no free hands, and I'm trying to kick the door open, you know, like where you kind of push it with your foot, right. you know? The glamorous side of being a rock <laughs> yeah. star. Yeah. The yeah, show where's your roadie? Uh, I don't know. He's probably chasing. Yeah, Bender was off something. drinking somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I hear somebody behind me. He's like, hey, got a match? And I turn around, and then I look down, and I'm like, oh, it's Dio. <laughs> he's, like, he's like four foot one, right? <laughs> he's from the Shire, isn't he, yeah. originally? I don't know. Turn around, I and I look down, yeah. could be the greatest way to describe this story. Yeah, he's yeah. looking around, he can't yeah. see anything. Yeah. Like, Hello? Yeah. <laughs> he looks down. No, and he's like, he's like, put your stuff down, son. And he's like, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm 21. And he's like, he's like you did good out there. And he's like, I'm proud of you. And he just kind of grabbed my cheek like he's like my grandpa and like gave me a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> that was the, uh, what? That it's was, like you've yeah. been anointed. It's like yeah. a blessing, dude. Like, like, good job, you know, like almost like a slug in the shoulder yeah. or, you know. It's like um, a metal version of being knighted. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a Sir yeah, that's Parker Dio, Lundgren. Dude. Yeah, you're a Sir Lundgren. Bro. Yeah, but, and then um, that was the only time I'm, I, I ever saw him. He passed away not too long after. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh Rev, I dropped one. because you don't have headphones on. Uh, I don't have can- it is, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. the psychological thing of not having cans on messed with me. Wait, I didn't know Sorry, everybody. S- did you start playing with Queen Drake at 21? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That must have been insane. Yeah. I'm- Just to like, go from zero to 100 when it comes to music right there. Yeah. Well, um, How'd that even happen? I played for Jeff before that. Okay. Yeah. And then, actually, you guys had a show where the headliner... I think the singer died. This is like, it was either uh, the the Hangover Ball or the uh-huh. Deck the Hall Ball or something like that. And they called Queensreg to play last minute. Oh, and- oh that was, was it Saliva couldn't make it? He hadn't mm. passed away yet. It might have been something like that. But yeah, I remember Queensryche that. Queensreg came in and filled in. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, um, I remember it was the night before and Jeff got a call and he's like, Hey, can you learn like a dozen acoustic songs by tomorrow? And I'm like, <laughs> no problem. I, I'm like, okay. I think so. And he's like, all right, yeah, we'll do it, sort of thing. <laughs> wow. So I had to like run home and learn all these songs, then play play the next night. And um, that was my first gig with them. Yeah, so that was December 2008. Damn. Yeah, so, so 10 years. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. I didn't know that you were 21 when that all started, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 32 now, or about to be 32, but yeah, so it's, it's been that, a long time. That doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, you guys. Again, uh, this is all happening this Thursday. Uh, check out some great music for a great reason. It's uh, the Beating Heart, a benefit for Life Center Northwest, featuring our band, Bruiser Brody. We're going to be playing. Uh, Parker's going to be joining us on stage for a song as well. Siren Sister, Wyatt Only in the Wreckage, Jaundice, and also Intisar. They're going to be there as well. It's going to be a... Uh, a great time and a great experience. Yeah, and come down and be a part of this. Definitely come. Yeah, down I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter if 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 you are an organ donor, if you just believe in organ donation, or um, you want to come down and support Highway 99 Blues Club and their uh, yep. their their final few shows here, 
or uh, you knew Joel or didn't uh, know Joel, and uh, you, if you just love rock and roll, man, just be there because it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a fun Thursday night, that's for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Glenn, what's going on in your world, my man? I haven't seen Rev either. I haven't seen you guys in it's been a almost two weeks. Um, man, I've been, uh, you know, survived live day. I was up 23 hours Jeez, that day. Yeah. Live 23 day was hours? Yeah, man. I, I, God. We loaded out. And, you know, by, you know, how it is midday, because I slept just a few hours the night before. And so it was just kind of coffee, Red Bull. And then when I was too jittered, I'd just go do a shot of Jack Daniels. And <laughs> it bounces it out. Get to zero. I never once was even slightly buzzed. I could have juggled chainsaws, man. But I had to ride this terrible wave of my skin's crawling. Okay, that's better. My skin's crawling. I've okay, that's better. Yeah. So, you know, finally six hits. We survived live day. It's a riot. It goes off without a hitch. It's a really good time. Um, went and chatted with a bunch of fans and friends afterwards, which was just a great hang. Some nice. listeners of the podcast. Love all, all the podcast listeners that I bumped into at Live Day, even if it was briefly. Man, I love you guys. You guys are like the best audience and the coolest people. I agree. It yeah. was just so cool. Man, mm-hmm. the amount of love. and Except for Caesar. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cats rolling up like, oh, dude, when you told the story about wrecking your bike and then you called my dad, your dad, and he told the same story and just having lots of laughs and... You know, so that was great. Uh, hung for a few, had a few drinks, and then, uh, you know, Tony and I headed home. And I think I was in bed by 8 o'clock, but I had drank so much Red Bull and had so much coffee. You're just laying there. I was awake until, oh man, 3 or 4 in the morning, um, just watching movies. Tony was out cold, and I was just laying in bed wide awake watching movies. So I was up for, it was almost, tw- I almost made it to That explains those really weird text messages I was getting that Oh, night. dude, yeah. Well, and then I was three or four days reeling from that. Um, but I've really been dug into uh, basically the pre-production side for my record. If all goes well, nice. Um, we're hoping to be starting tracking January 6th, and I'll, I'll know that. I'll get a final on that soon. Um, just working on everyone's schedules and then trying to find a room that's available. Um, I got a garage. You, know, you can just come down. That here it now. might end up being, you know, <laughs> me with an eight track and and your uh, garage, dude. <laughs> I got some carpeting on the floors. We'll put some on the wall. We'll be good. Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be right, out. man. I'll just I promise not to steal your uh, giant Yoda when I split. You know? but, uh, but uh, yeah, so that I've, I've been really dug into that, and then of course um, I've been trying to make a lot happen for this. I've been rehearsing with you guys. Um, you know. Uh, for Bruiser Brody, I mean, and, uh, you know, I actually, so I've got Thursday night, I've got this event, which I'm looking forward to. Then Friday night, I'm part of all-star porn jam. That's right. Oh yeah. That's that's the benefit show for Northwest Harvest and Pause. Mm -hmm. And they do two nights. They run two nights and I'm performing both nights. So I do this Thursday. So you folks got a busy weekend. Yeah. You got some some shows to go to. Sunday, I'm just going to get fetal and, uh, (laughs) you know. Yeah, out, that's kind of what's going on, man. Um, but things are things are really good, man. I, I got to be, you know, for everyone out there. I mean, this program where we're usually we talk so close to the heart and really open up for the most part about things that are going on, positive or negative. And I got to say, the past couple months I've been more centered and happy than I've been. Good, probably in over good, a decade. Man. It's the Harley yeah. Davidson. If that's part of it. I won't. It, the no, Harley yeah, Davidson's legit, part yeah. of it. But yeah. I, I Bro, it's put a stop to some things that were just. Beating the life out of me, and I was really. Yeah, our Sunday cuddles are. Gone. Yeah, right, right. Oh, well, you know how it is, man. Glenn you, got tired uh, of being the little spoon. I get you, it. He doesn't like my uh, choice of movies. You guys know me anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you, 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 yeah. you, the devil wears Prada. I started putting myself at the top of my decision making process, and I, you know, it's a shame it took me my entire life to figure that out. Sometimes it's hard to do, but though, man. No, dude, I, I did everything based on what I thought would make other people happy, and mm-hmm. never gave myself a second to even breathe. 
And finally, I went, look, if people get upset, they're going to get upset, but I can't go on this way. I was like in the middle. I pretty much had a, like a nervous breakdown, you know? And so all the I, I just said, look, this is how it's going to be on a go forward. And honestly, everyone around me responded to that in a very positive way. I could just see you, you know? just like running around like Fight Club in a bathrobe in your, in your boxers, just <laughs> running around the place. It's like, I got to do this for me. And everyone's like, all right, man, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Riding a bicycle through my house, you know. <laughs> Do not understand what I'm saying. I'm doing this for me. Yeah, I am Gwen's liver. Yes, I am cool, scarred over. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, so, you know, that's, it's, it really helped me. I don't know. I'm just like in a new chapter of my life. And things have been really, really, really good, man. Yeah. You know, it's the abridged version of it. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm in a good place for the first time in a really long time. And I'm no lie. Like, I hit, I hit the wall pretty hard. And uh, at everything after that moment's been good. So, nice. like, I lay awake happy, man. Like, I'll be riding Instead up the road, literally out. saying yeah. the word "thank you" out loud. You know, like it's it's pretty good. I'm doing good. Nice. Of course, nice. Jay, I'm going to walk out of here, and a piano is going to fall on me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Knock on for Micah. Oh, yeah, you well. through the front door. That's where, how we planned it. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> Are you doing the safe for the piano? <laughs> oh, you know, we'll find maybe just a giant Acme box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The, you know what? It's it, it's been funny because Steve, you. Like you went uh, like on like a whirlwind world tour, going everywhere on the vacation I, we yeah. had. Seven days with my family. I barely left the house. I played what? so many Staycation. video games. Yeah, Fortnite. It, no, no Fortnite. I mean, no Red Dead Redemption. I played Red Dead Redemption. I played Fallout, and I played so much, so many video games. Like it was just wonderful. Are you still alive in Red Dead Redemption? What do you mean? Well, I've just hear I've heard about people developing characters and then they they just run around doing bad stuff and they get tuberculosis and die. Oh no! Yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's still, kind uh, of a drag. I'm still you know? going pretty good with it so okay, far. Okay. I haven't Oregon trailed it. I haven't gotten dysentery and died yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm just checking on you. <laughs> yeah, virtual you. I want right? to. Dude, I remember that, happy. man. Yeah. yeah, I remember that Oregon Trail. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, it was pretty chill on that. Thanksgiving was insane because since we got the new house and you've you've been there, Glenn, yeah, so you know yeah. how big it is. We had the whole family at our house. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. and that's essentially what Michelle wanted to do. And we had, I think, uh, about 16, 16 or 17 people in the house, which... Good Mich- Lord. Yeah, yeah. Michelle was freaking out, but I was... How many meltdowns? In, in a bathroom, riding a bicycle through the house? Yeah. We've got one bathroom, zero meltdowns. Like, I don't know That's how... That's impressive. I don't know how that happened. That's impressive. Like, That's because I made stool in the sink. It yeah. was... Oh, <laughs> it was... like Everyone I, pooped in your fridge. I almost... There's not enough room in the fridge. It's a tiny fridge. I hate that thing. Uh, I almost was the only one that had the meltdown. Shocking. Because uh, there was a definite 2 p.m. told start time for serving dinner. Dinner, and dinner did not start until five, and Whoa. so it was just one Three of the hour delay. Yeah, that, my mom cooking. No, what happens is, is and, did I say that out loud? Yeah, you did. Um, it, Does she listen to the show? I hope not. <laughs> the, uh, especially after today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> right? The only re- the, the issue that came down to it was like people asking Michelle, hey, um, can we use your oven to heat things? And she's like, yeah, that's no problem. We've got a turkey oven, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, yeah. people's, when they say to heat something, it means can we bring the ingredients to cook something, mm. which is not in the plan at all. Not to me. To heat something means I'm going to need to keep this warm. Yeah, until yeah. Yeah. in the dish. Yeah. 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 Put it in the oven to warm it up. Can I microwave it or use yeah. the oven for a second? That is not how that works. Oh, they so, wanted a fully 
cook it. Yeah, kitchen. so there's a couple things that were like, we're not making that because you just brought the ingredients. And we got down to it, and there was a bunch of food beforehand, See, now but I know the main the moves, course dude. didn't happen. Dinner at Rev's just show up with like some celery, carrots, and like yeah, some flour, some, some beef bones. <laughs> like, dude, I was going to make a, you know. I'm like, sure you were. Yeah, get out there and go get some takeout, buddy. Rev's like, we're ordering a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it was, it was beautiful. It worked out perfect. Like, it was fun to see my family and Michelle's family come together for nice. the first time, really. So it was and really at, fun on at that. At your house? Yeah, at my house. You sat at the head of the table? Uh, no, we just all sat around wherever. I don't oh. think it's a proper Thanksgiving <laughs> with that many people without a good meltdown, though. Yeah. yeah. I was close. I was close. I started getting a little sassy. Oh, there was only four Did of us at my Thanksgiving, and my dad dishes? had a meltdown. <laughs> uh, no, the people who were vegan supplied their own. So there was a field roast that was not cooked. So it, it was like a year or so ago. Didn't you thing. have to attend a vegan... Like they fed you hay and air or one something. One of the first, <laughs> w- one of the first, you get that at Whole Foods. One of the first ones that I went to, one of the first Thanksgivings I went to was with Michelle's family, and it was more of a friendsgiving because her parents like literally went to Hawaii and said we're not doing Thanksgiving. I respect that, but you can use our house, so we used their house for it. And one of the people there brought a crustless apple pie. Was it good? It was apple soup. Like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't good. It was It was just, it was in a tin, and it was just soup. I just remember at the time, you riffed hard about having to attend this vegan thing. It was like a was, point of major contention, It was man. very weird, like, I, and it was like my first experience with all of that. I mean, there was turkey, but there wasn't a whole lot of turkey, because there were so many people there who just flat out did not eat meat. And I'm like... Well, why is it that the vegetarian and vegan thing that they want all their food to taste like meat? Well, the, the problem is look like my wife is this vegan. Veggie, this veggie burger tastes just like a hamburger. Rev and I were out front of the place reenacting the end <laughs> of Apocalypse <laughs> Now. He's like holding that calf and I'm hacking its head off. You know? I eat meat. <laughs> well, that, that was that was me a couple Thanksgivings ago. I go over to my sister's place, right, and and uh, they they got all their own poultry. Did you hack up they, an animal? They, they they got quails and turkeys, and you know they they got a whole bunch of stuff on, and and they were like, yeah, we're gonna kill around turkey, and. and my brother-in-law, he's like, "All right, come on, city boy, hands me a nine millimeter." No, nope. yeah, and and he's thinking that I savage. and he's thinking that I can't do this, and I was like, "No, this is." You know, I grew up, I grew up in the hood, man. I'm, I grabbed the turkey. <laughs> I grabbed the turkey. I put my knee on the back of its head. Put boom, a just, on its face. And, and I take a picture. Grab him by the head <laughs> and just spin him. And, and the, I take the head a picture. No, 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 no this got weird. No, Dude, if I, I show up to a Thanksgiving, they're like, "You're gonna kill the turkey before you." I'm like, "Yo, I'm just gonna salad." Yeah, Steve out there crying. So I take a I take a picture of this thing and I'm, I'm holding it up with the gun to its head and, uh, and I sent it to Joel and he's just like we're all really worried about you man <laughs> and I'm like whatever enjoy enjoy they give you a handgun to kill yeah. the turkey man like that's all we got really? man and then, then you should let it loose like so I've got 14 tries right you know oh, like, <laughs> kill the wrong animal yeah yeah no no it was it was, it was pretty it was pretty funny get in your car drive you know, by and, you know I was like whatever you guys don't judge me while you're eating yeah. your uh, hormone stuffed turkey my stuff's free range I'm gonna put, him, put him on a horse with a bow and arrow. <laughs> you know? it, didn't, it didn't range free for very long, though. Not when I was behind the nine. Jesus. I thought, when you said I'm from the hood, I thought, you, yeah, you were going to do a drive-by or something. Right. <laughs> not, he said too. I'm like, hold on. Let me get in my old Chevy Impala. <laughs> no, man. Let all the, the smart gangsters use Prius these Oh, my days. bad. That's true. Because yeah, they'll hear it. Coming. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. It's sneak like, up on you. Pop, pop. Yeah. <laughs> 
So anyway, Rev, that was your Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's, That's fantastic. fantastic. Didn't have to murder your animals. Anything else? So you just chilled at home Gosh, and enjoyed dude, life. I totally chilled. You had a week off? Uh, we had ten days. We off. had ten days. That's incredible. I That's think nice. actually one thing I did dude. go. I went and I was able to go see Beetlejuice in a theater. They did a Friday Night Frights. There's the Blue Mouse Theater in Tacoma. They do it like once a month. They do a horror movie on the screen. And I was able to see Beetlejuice with a whole bunch of people dressed up. On the big screen. On the big screen. Which is really fun because I had never been able to do that. So it was fun to see old movies like that and be able to do that. But other than that, I did not leave the house. I respect that, dude. dude I spent most of my time with my parents looking through old pictures and finding that I have uh, you a said weird. Some of the great pictures, yeah, man. Apparently, I like to wear overalls all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> it was a very, very constant really? theme of like I short alls and pictures. overalls. Do we have like a picture of Steve wearing bib overalls with a little baby hog under his arm and no shirt on? <laughs> Do we have that photo? There are ones with cowboy hats in it, so I mean, I would be surprised. So uh, there I am dressed as Shazam with my brother. <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> yeah. See, red overalls in that picture. Nice. Lady I think your parents might have been responsible for this that. This is a good one. This could be. Uh, you actually have a drum. I'm playing a drum. I have a stick in my hand, and I'm wearing overalls. overalls. Short overalls. That's just, <laughs> that was my look, apparently. We want to prepare our boy to be a laborer. He doesn't seem that sharp. <laughs> and this is my favorite picture I ever had. It's on my Instagram, if you just type, I'm Steve Miggs. And, it's, I, and the caption I wrote was just like, I, just, I think I wrote, you ladies want to party? Oh, yeah. And this is the picture. It's a fantastic one. <laughs> oh, I saw that picture. Yeah. You guys look at my face. I just look like I'm about to hurl. And then the faces of all the girls. And these are all the yeah. sisters that live right next door. The Davinos. They're not having it. No, they're just like, <laughs> they're like it almost looks like because your mouth looks full. It looks like you stole all their candy and you're standing there basically eating it. And no, they're standing I didn't there eat like, it. I can't no, believe Steve me. took all our food. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Girls want to party. <laughs> rocking that party hat. I like to party. And then there's one of me and uh, wait, I can find out. Uh, there I am rocking my uh, cowboy outfit again. Nice. Yeah, you can't go wrong. This is the mainstay I know, I, I know for Steve. you guys Steve. like wearing chaps. I mean, you have those kind, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody likes wearing chaps, man. <laughs> no, it seems like a process. Even last night when you were done playing with us and yeah. you, had to, you had to bail out before our practice was over and I'm watching, I'm like, it's taking Parker... 30 minutes just to get everything on. Oh, you yeah, think on that's motorcycle. bad? You should watch Glenn put his gloves on. <laughs> oh, no, that was, dude, so, so we all went down to the Central to have a drink. Are we not acquitting? <laughs> oh, man, right? Yeah, no, yeah, the, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. But uh, I was standing at the bar talking to Ed, and um, Parker, Freddie, and Phil, uh, you know, Parker's like, I gotta get going. I'm like, cool, man. And they bounced out, and I heard the bike start. I truly didn't realize they were waiting for me. They're like, well, we're not gonna roll out without, without Glenn. So I'm in there chatting with Ed. And finally, this girl comes in. She's like, "Your friends are waiting for you." And I was like, "Oh!" oh. But you know, it's it's like thirty eight <laughs> degrees out. So I yeah. come out. I put my little ninja mask on. I put my helmet on. I put my first layer of gloves on. I put my second layer of gloves on. Like this whole thing is going down. This whole process of me garbing up so I don't freeze to death on the way home. And finally, I just look at Phil and he's shaking his head and just staring <laughs> at the ground. Is this whole like five time, five Glenn. minute roving? Well, dude, man, it's. <laughs> They, uh, I still have the, the little chart somewhere. Um, it shows speed and then the wind chill that creates. And when you get below 40 and you get up around 60 or 70, it's cold. Yeah, man, I took a minute to layer up, but uh, it was kind of amusing. Like, yeah, you know, I, I felt bad. I didn't, I didn't know you guys were, were waiting on me, man. I, th- I thought I'd hear you just roll away. <laughs> And uh, oh, yeah, no, man, we like we we, we want to. I just, I just realized appreciate we're at the central, that. so that's you know that's another thing. Right, right. <laughs> well, we could have probably went for another round the way that was headed. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Also, one last thing before we go. Uh, I know a lot of people mentioned this when I posted the picture, and I thought it was hilarious. I, I ended up getting a Cookie Puss ice cream cake. Oh, Ooh, dude. Nice. At Carvel. Oh, so and dude, No one stole Carvel. it this time? There were so many people posting. I'm like, I realize how many podcast listeners we have when people are posting, did anyone steal this one? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, the first MIGS f- Fest, we, we went on this big riff about Carvel on the show. And someone brought Steve a cookie puss ice cream cream cake, which was not easy to acquire here. It's in impossible to get here. My wife tried, and it's she could a, not get one flown out. Can you find the audio of the Carvel cookie puss? Because Parker just said, "What's that?" Oh, oh, man. so there are these from the the late seventies, early eighties. Carvel Ice Cream Company made these screwball ice cream cakes. They're like horrible. This is what it looked like. Dude, and they had these <laughs> oh, they wow. had these really goofy, terrible, low budget commercials. <laughs> that were like sound like an acid. <laughs> yeah, if you grew up on the I East Coast, I think you I might have it. So you're super familiar with these All commercials. Right. Let's see ugly okay, cake. So, let's see if I can play it here. Oh wait, yeah, put your cans on there, Parker, so you can hear this. Nonsense. The rescue person from outer space. My real name is Cookie Puss. <laughs> That's Cookie Puss. But my friends call me CP. I'm a Carvel ice cream. I mean, in 79, this was made fresh they were the dumbest low budget commercials. Yeah. This is the next Bruce and Brody album. I know, right? right? <laughs> well, see, we, we, we went on this huge tear about Cookie Puss, like on the show. I mean, we went deep to the point where, like, during the, the holidays for uh, for St. Patrick's Day, they changed the color. They, they used, like, a green ice cream, and they called them Cookie Opus. Well, yeah, you know, respect that Irish heritage. A little green Thank food diet. It's a marketing ploy. So we, there was a Carvel. In Someone, yeah, got, was, where was Steve. the Carvel at? Did they have it shipped here? Shipped here from the East Coast. Yeah. Shipped here for, yeah. for mixed fest. Just in a bucket of dry Steve. ice or something. Is it still good? Someone I mean, stole the cake, bro. Someone stole it. Mix fest, the first mix fest, which was the big concert and Steve's birthday all rolled yeah. into one. Someone stole that. It was the second puss. mix fest because the last international. Yeah, listen, last international were there because I remember they 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 Did were they like they steal cookie puss. I, I, I walked. They could have scandal. I walked back into the backstage area of the Studio Seven. They're like, "What do you got there?" I'm like, "You guys will appreciate this because you're from New York." And they're like, "You got cookie puss." <laughs> they were freaking out about <laughs> it too. It. So then I put it on. We had a party bus from Lion Pride that was on and like hanging out for us to go just be stupid on that bus as well. So I put it on there. I blacked out at some point. Because it's my birthday. Happy birthday, dude. <laughs> and all I remember is by the time we got back to my house, I'm like, well, let me grab Cookie Puss. Because I thought for some reason it was still frozen. And it was gone. Somebody stole Cookie Puss. And it wasn't like the box was there but now empty because people had eaten it. No. It was like was someone gone. straight up jacked uh, Cookie Puss. Someone dude. went on the bus and wow. stole Cookie Puss. Was this was this a Studio 7? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Freddie got it. I was just going to say that. I think it was Freddie. <laughs> Do you think really it was Freddie? Cookie um, puss is on his hands. It's always <laughs> always <laughs> always <laughs> always <laughs> there's melted ice cream in reference. He's like, I think I killed someone last night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he comes on the bus. I hear there's ice cream cake. <laughs> I think I killed this cookie puss guy last night, man. <laughs> so, we, Freddie, that's ice cream. Are you sure? He was <laughs> supposed to come with us today, and he, you know, yeah. What happened? Oh, he well, probably he, he didn't want to face cookie puss. Maybe that's you know? why. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look Steve in the eye, guys. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, he woke up. He's like in a panic. He's like, wait, that guy's the one who had the cookie puss. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and and Ed, I disagree. The cake was incredible because we got it in New York. We brought it back. I I wasn't even going to get it. It's like an ice cream cone nose. You know those little waffle cones. Yeah, and it stuff. Looks terrifying. Like, oh, I've man. never had one, but I remember those commercials from so a kid good. Dude, as a kid, dude. It's just 
just ridiculous. It's just a full-on ice cream cake. It's got two ice cream cookie sandwiches as the eyes, and then an ice cream cone with a pistachio ice cream as the nose. Ooh. Well, it's, it's it's funny too. You can tell where people grew up because Ed's from Boston originally. Yeah, and, and you get diabetes. As soon as you said oh, cookie yeah. puss, oh, yeah. you know, happily, Parker and Phil are like, huh? And you just see Ed looking at the floor, shaking like, his head. Cookie like, puss. Oh my god! <laughs> He's like, really? You know, well. So many nightmares before the sixth grade. Yes. <laughs> hey Ed, it's me, Cookie Puss. Oh Jesus. That's really good. They even got to have an ice cream cone there as well. Yeah, it was a great time. New York was awesome. Dude. (laughs) Minus my mom almost getting run over and my dad almost getting us into a riot. No, when when I ran into Steve, you know, we got together last night. We're chatting. I'm like, dude, how was was your trip? And then how was Orlando? And I forget how you phrased it, but I laughed hard. It was like a gut laugh. It was something like, oh, that was our reward for surviving seven days with my parents. Yes. But you said it without a smile. You said it stone-faced, <laughs> like I would say, water is wet. Yeah. Uh, and I lost it. I Because lo- yeah. I could tell. I was like, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, I love them. And you I guys know it. Some ass. I obviously love my parents. Mm-hmm. They're the greatest oh, people in the world. But seven days when you haven't seen them, and they just want to accommodate so much and so yeah. nice. But it's like, dude, we had lunch. While they were gone, because my dad had some doctor's appointments, they come back at three and they're like, "We can't. Are you guys hungry?" We're like, "No, we had lunch because it's three, and we already ate." And they're like, "Well, we got us some Chinese food, so you're gonna have to eat again." There, there was no <laughs> you have to. You right have to right. So all of a sudden now I'm having a second lunch, and then I'm like, well, "Then we have pasta for dinner with lobster." Oh. It's like it was incredible, but I'm like, "I'll just have a couple scoops of the uh, a couple you know forks oh, full of, no, of pasta." No. Seven <laughs> scoops. <laughs> oh, and it's like this really giant bowl. Plateful, Steve. And I'm like, I still got to eat lobster. And I mean, you know, life sucks. I mean, yeah, lobster. <laughs> but it was a struggle because I'm yeah, not. I'm, real, to... I'm sorry, Steve. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> my mom does not understand that. Like, I, I just want to eat like a normal meal. It's the thing, though, man, like with. And I think as a kid, you just kind of sit there and, and take it. But as an adult, I don't know about you, but I have a threshold, and because yep. I'm grown, I won't just take it. And, yeah. And my folks, you met my folks who had them on the show. They're amazing people. And right. during their trip, um, I had to, I had to basically, I've had enough. I had to plant a flag, bro. Yeah. yeah. There was an incident, and um, I had to shut it all down. Uh-huh. I guarantee, I was the last one to yell. Yep. After that, it was real quiet. And then we all went to dinner <laughs> with friends that they were meeting for the first Did time. Did you sing Jingle Bells after that? Awkward. It was, no, it was, it was super awkward. It was real quiet. Ooh. Everything, oh, it's, yeah, it sucked. It was real awkward, man. And then afterwards, it's like, guys, I'm so sorry. And it was a ridiculous thing, man. The the we, Dad wanted to take his Buick because it's more comfortable for him. Mm-hmm. The wipers were fouled up. It was cold out. The windshield was all fogged up. Mom got in. Oh, my God, the wipers don't work. So she started riffing on Dad. Dad didn't want to hear it. And I said, hey, guys, it's no big deal. Just crack the window. And I started to pull out. And, okay, this isn't going to defrost. And my, my driveway is right next to a church. So I'm trying to go 30 feet from my driveway exit, 25 feet from mm-hmm. my driveway exit to the parking lot of this church so I can get out and wipe off the windshield. Between my driveway and the church, it escalated to the point <laughs> where my dad went, I'm gonna get effing pissed off, and and then when no, he it's good yelled, to warn. That, it's good to warn about that. When he yelled that, I went, Jesus effing Christ! Whole car went quiet, and I was like, all I wanted to do was get thirty feet up the street. What's wrong with you people? And I get out and I wipe off the windshield, and I'm looking at him through the glass, and my eyes are huge, you know, you know. And then I get back in the car, and it's real quiet. Only I can have meltdown, dude. And at that point, I was like, oh no. 
Mm. Now I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, man? You took it to that level. And then all the way there, I'm like, guys, it's not a big deal. Let's enjoy each other's company. There's no reason to behave this way. There's no reason for this to escalate. Let's, let's just have a nice night, please. Goose from. But at that point, I had done the damage. Yeah. Yep. And it was like two hours of, man. This is really uncomfortable. <laughs> On a special episode of Dinner with the Cannons. Oh, God. <laughs> and my sister's, because my sister gets to see, she still lives in Maryland. She gets to see him all the time. Just great. Every time I get to hook up with my folks for a while, my sister will, you know, do the follow up phone call. Yeah. She's like, How was it? How was it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, It was awesome. I never get to see him. You don't understand. I miss him so much. You know, I, I love him. I, you know, I Same miss here. him. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Uh huh. How was it? So how was it? Yeah. I want to know the dirt. <laughs> Give me point, the dirt. At some point, she knows something came off the rails. I, I yelled Jesus know? F in Christ once. It was that, other than that, it was yeah, good. Just oh, once. Dude. Just once. Outside of a church. It's one of those <laughs> things where in the moment it had the desired effect. The bickering ended instantly, but so did everything else. Yeah. yeah. Sucked the life out of the whole night. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm looking at my wife for solace. Like, I did the right thing, right? She's just not looking she at you. She won't look me in the yeah, eye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> See, my wife. It's, it's, and no one expects it because I'm a big, sweet teddy bear of a guy but then I'll freak I'm confrontation Glenn you yeah, know yeah, man and yeah. then oh dude I felt so that bad ex that explains why Tawny and, and Tawny get along so well they <laughs> yeah right right yeah yeah well it's funny because like when I get frustrated with my parents which doesn't happen a bunch but every once in a while it's like okay like I'm eating and my dad's like eat eat some more I'm like I just had three bowls <laughs> of spaghetti like I'm still chewing and there's still more to go like chill out but when I get a little frustrated I just get quiet like I just shut down with them because I'm like it I don't want to get into an argument. It's my parents. I love them. I don't want this to be a bad time. So I just chill out. And then I just leave it to my, my poor wife is stuck having conversations, like trying to. Oh, you like abandon her, basically. I'm there, but I'm, I'm checked out. Done. And I just give her the look like, it's on you. I like you picture this night going. It's like a, like a Hansel and Gretel situation where they're just shoving food into your face. It reminds me. It is. You said it like with Thanksgivings, there's always some kind of a blow up. And I can't tell you how many big family meals. Where the whole table finally was just quiet because things had escalated beyond. It's the Cannon family, man. But my father and I, even when I was like 11, we'd sit there and shoot each other a knowing glance like, yep, everyone's crazy. You okay, Dad? I'm okay, son. Yeah. Like we would just yeah. look at yeah. each other quietly and eat, man. You had the shining? Yeah, totally. Just kind of look at each other like, you good, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, just because I'm tired, man. Yeah, it's freaking. It's been a yeah. long. What time did you oh, get home from rehearsal last night, dude? Oh crap! What did we Nine? finish around we, like we eight? We wrapped right at eight. Yeah, it was probably like eight forty-five ish. Yeah. Did you go but, straight to bed? No, nah, I had a shower. I stunk. <laughs> well, playing the drums. Yeah, I, mean, I was just a sweaty mess. I didn't realize until he did, I got he home. He played his ass off last night. It was fun. It man. was fun, man. And Travis, dude, we hadn't. You know, be on live. It was like we were having a live show just for ourselves. Dude, Travis was. That's awesome. He got in his headspace and was just jumping around that room, wailing, man. Like yeah. it, it was. It's hard not to have fun with that kind of energy in the room. He does. Yeah, bring I that think energy. he just needed to get it out. Like if you remember his performance at Live Day, mm -hmm. I was just like, whoa. You know, he just. Just came unglued yep. vocally. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh -huh. And he walks off stage. He's like, bro, it's great seeing you. I'll catch you yep. later. I'm yep. like, God. <laughs> Dude, I love you. Yeah, Travis <laughs> is such a force, man. He's such a force. I have oh, so much love and respect for that guy. Come see him sing Thursday night. Oh, Come and the record's out, man. We haven't been here since the record came out. Yeah, yeah you dorks. That's right. 
Right. Phil, Phil's well aware that our record is out. Oh, yes. Yeah. But one of the least, songs, what's the name of that song at again, least, Phil? At least a single. Yeah. I love you, Alex. <laughs> Thanks for that, dude. <laughs> yeah, album's out now, so you can get it on Apple Music, get on uh, iTunes, stream on Spotify. Dude, January 19th. Yep, January 19th. We'll have, uh, I'm sure we'll have copies at the at the show this Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, it's been great. The feedback has been phenomenal. It's been getting some really nice messages. I, I, we'll, we'll get into them more next week when uh, I have emails printed and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I've, I've read all, a lot all of our voicemails. <laughs> Love you guys for all the voicemails. Yep. We'll get to them, I promise. Yep, next Someday. Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday. Did Ziggy, yeah. is, is Ziggy's child born yet? And did he name his child Kahans? <laughs> That's right. Yes. Man, it's been too have. long. I've forgotten Wait, about that. Because no, Phil was he, Phil was hitting me up for details about the podcast. And so I pulled it up and I was like, man, I'm 37 episodes behind. I haven't been able to listen to our show <laughs> in a while. Kahans. And, uh, and the, the first episode available was Kahans with a question mark. <laughs> and I laughed so hard when I saw. All that, man. We do have a text message from Ziggy. So I, I'll just read that one from Did November. he name his child Kahans? He said, uh, hey, Mixcast, it's official. My dad, my boy, was born yeah! on the 12th nice. at 9.43 p.m. No name yet, but holy F nards, this kid has huge hands. F nards Kahans. Ziggy, man, congratulations, bro. Seriously, yeah. congrats, man. Let's see if he did he leave in the oh he, he even lost the uh, it's a voicemail. So we'll, we'll, we'll let's check out one voicemail. Uh just from Ziggy. Let's see. Listen, this is Paul Stanley from Kiss. Now listen, I went to the doctors yesterday, and you know what? There was a nurse there, and she wanted to see if I was running a temperature. <laughs> so she just shoved her guy hands. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> couldn't make it. He couldn't make it. Down the front of my jeans to check my main thermometer. And you know what she found? She found out that I was hotter than hell. Sorry, I had to do that. Hey guys, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about his kid, uh, just that. I love that when he said hands, he couldn't stay in character. He just started laughing, man. <laughs> I love that he never even said it was Ziggy. I just still, from him calling so much, I programmed it into the mixed cast voicemail you know. line. It just says Ziggy, so I knew <laughs> it was him. Congrats, Ziggy, for real. That's, yeah, that's yeah, rad, seriously. Congrats, congrats on your congrats, baby, boy, on hands. baby boy, Kahans. Baby boy, Kahans. It's awesome. Just make his middle name Kahans, please. <laughs> oh, real quick, dude. How about this? So we go home to New York. We're like, let's try and find something to do, like find a show to go to. I kick myself. The day we, we already had plans that night, but I get a message from Will Andrews. And freaking oh, walking papers. When you were there? We're playing New Jersey. Like maybe twenty minutes from my parents' house. Oh, dude! And it was like the one night where I just we couldn't get away. Like it was the night before or the night after. I know he was playing in New York, but you it had been blown too much. up and needed to do some damage control. And that was part of it. Was like <laughs> we need to leave the house. Like we just need to get away and just have like us time. And it was like nothing was going on bad. It was just like we just need to get out and just you know enjoy being uh, on vacation. And I was like oh, I wonder if there's any cool shows. And so I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, Miles Kennedy's playing. I never even put two and two together that the walking papers were playing with them. And then I got a message from Willie. He's like, hey, man, I'm in New Jersey, too. We're playing in Asbury. I was like, ah, man, of course it's the one night where we can't pull it off. That would have been pretty fun. Oh, yeah, man. And then we looked like, oh, who else is playing? The Hold Steady, which is the music that we play at the end with Stay Positive. Yeah. And it's actually their, I think, 10-year anniversary of that record coming out. So they're doing that whole album. And they did four nights in Brooklyn while we were 
getting on a plane to oh. Orlando. So we, we couldn't even catch one of the shows. I was like, we got so excited for a second. We're like, oh, this will be awesome. We'll go see the Hold Steady. It's a band that we both love. Couldn't happen because, of course. In Orlando, you just did Disney? You didn't do... Uh, we did Universal. Did you do like, Twilight Zone, The Ride, and all that good stuff? Oh, the, the Tower of Terror? Yeah, man. Yes. That's cool, dude. That's my daughter's favorite ride. Dude, the Tower of Terror great, in man. Disney World is way better. I know it's no longer yeah. in Disneyland. It's Guardians of the Galaxy ride. But mm-hmm. in Disney World... And I had a fight, well, not a real fight, but we had an argument, a spirited <laughs> argument about the ride because it was like, because I'm like, dude, that was way different than the Florida one. I don't remember ever the elevator actually moving like a roller coaster and going further out to in the building. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you just haven't rode in a while. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I swear. So I go on internet and find out that the Disneyland version doesn't have the quote-unquote fifth dimension, which is that part of the ride that oh, Disney World has. Entering the fifth dimension. So yeah. I, of course, let her know that she was wrong for the rest of the vacation. <laughs> you, you were wrong about that? Google but then again, it, Steve, uh, do you want something to eat? Uh, not until you admit that you were wrong. But about <laughs> I really couldn't rub it in her face because I'm also the one that tried to get us to stay in an Airbnb that was legit a crack den. <laughs> nice. <laughs> were you on the other side of Orange Blossom Trail? Bro. That's the thing about Orlando. It... It is so clean and nice and spectacular. And when you go past like Church Street and and Orange Mm -hmm. Avenue and cross under the freeway onto Orange Blossom Trail, it is like going into RoboCop's Detroit. Yes. But you go from like Disney to armed transsexual hookers. (laughs) No, that's exactly what happened. It's crazy. No, that's exactly what happened. It is. I'm glad to know it hasn't changed because that in and of itself is like a ride. Like, hey man, you want to go down to OBT? Mm. Sure, why not? And when you cross under the freeway, it is a different world. I mean, it's crazy, man. We were driving. I'm like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. And what a bargain. And then we kept driving. What a bargain. Three miles, we're still a couple miles away. And then finally it was like that turn happened, like that that switch. I'm like, you crossed Orange Blossom Trail, baby. Oh boy, oh boy. Then we pull up to the spot that we're going to be staying at. And I'm just like, Oh, this no. doesn't this look like the, this doesn't look like the pictures in the Airbnb. <laughs> this doesn't look like the pictures. This is how horror movies start. We get into the elevator and it smells. It's Brad Pitt's trailer from California. Oh. Dude, it smelled like Brad Pitt's crotch in the elevator. I was like, this is bad. We get into the room. I'm like, well, maybe the room's nice. You know, that's all that matters. Like you got blood me. on the curtains. Well, and, there wasn't blood on the curtains, but there was something that made the floor sticky because the minute we walked in, oh, no. every step I took, I could hear it's just flypaper. Paper. Right. Then we go into the bedroom, and the mattress has a giant white stain on yeah, it. It's just the, the, I mean, the, the comforter. That could be lotion. You don't know. It could be. It puts the it lotion could, on It could the even stand. be detergent that didn't process qu- properly. I, we didn't, I was staying in this hotel once, and I'm laying on the mattress, and I look up at the ceiling, and there's feet prints. <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. That is impressive. I'm like, man, man we got to get a different room. That's, really that's just impressive. a shirt you wear at home. It kind of made me feel like I was in a home. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't do that. What the? <laughs> we never even sat. Like, we wouldn't even sit in the that room. That was just that. It, we, you were I, out. I, I, I messaged the person. I'm like, Hey, I'm not using the room. Uh, it's <laughs> disgusting and blah blah blah. And they, they were cool. They they refunded us, but just amazing. Which I was shocked. Like I thought for That's sure. That's cool. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, this was my Look, fault. The guys like, yeah, this happens all the time. <laughs> right. There was zero push from them. They're just like, oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll refund you. We don't typically refund people, but we'll refund you. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to sleep in a bed that has a giant white stain on it. Like, yeah. call me crazy. <laughs> I mean, I get well, it. No, Orlando's weird. I mean, all the way up. Like East Colonial, all those areas in around Lake Shoals. I mean, it, it, Cocoa Beach. That's it's yep. all like really nice. Yeah, and it is the most bizarre thing in the world. You cross under the freeway, 
and it, it is was bad. A total <laughs> like yin yang stark difference. Yeah, but it there's no bleed over. No, you know it. it's like yeah, that's. It's because I haven't. It's been kind of like Lake Washington Boulevard. It's been twenty-one years, man. Twenty-one mm-hmm. years since I've been in Central Florida, and it's still, yeah, still there. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it, hasn't, it hasn't changed. I bet people thought we were weird because we walked in with our luggage, and then all of a sudden they see us like five minutes right later. We're walking right back out with nope. our luggage, loading it in the car, oh, and dude, getting I've the done, F out. We were we were doing a bunch of shows going down the West Coast, and we stopped in I think Vacaville, if I'm saying yep. that right. Excuse me, Vacaville, California, yeah. which I think literally means Cowtown in Spanish, Vacaville. All right. But we went into the Hawaii Hotel, and it was blistering hot. I remember that big time because I asked the guy, hey, man, the pool, it looks like the gate was closed to the pool. Guy didn't have good English. He just said, pool broken, Mm -hmm. which was awesome because I went and looked at the pool, the pool, broken pool. Pool was empty. There was leaves in it. And there was a dead squirrel down in there. It's broken. Pool is broken. Like That was the best summation ever. Uh, You know what I mean? Pool, Pool broken. I'm like. Yes, it is. Dude, that reminds me actually of one thing that happened during this break. We were doing uh, some- Kill a squirrel? Uh, no, oh. no, but it she was- She break somebody's pool? It was Did the- you put your knee on the back and use a nine and kill it and then eat no! it for Thanksgiving? But it was, the, it was the broken English of no, no key. No key, sir. And it was because I needed to take a crap oh, and no. they wouldn't let me in the bathroom in Kent- and so I had to poop on the side of the of a building. No, My you man. didn't. And the Straight pool. up. Well, how do you forget this story, Rev? Because I wasn't thinking about it, and then I just remembered Wait, about- you pooped outside on a building? I, let's yes. Come on, man. Let's okay. do this. Let's so, do this. What? So, so we were I'm okay with going a couple more minutes. We got time? All right, all right, okay, yeah. yeah. So Come on. We were, we were, you we were you in Kent. There. It was uh, Small Business Saturday. I was it cold this. enough out that the poo steamed? Um, <laughs> I don't remember that because I got away from that. Does it have to be cold yeah. for that? Sometimes it does, yeah. <laughs> uh, Different kind of steam. In my yeah. experience. So we were taking a trip uh, out to, there's, a, there's this rock place called Jerry's. Uh, it does gems and cherries, rock and gems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's got like dinosaurs and stuff. All <laughs> it's really cool. It's actually really cool. So we're sitting there, and uh, Michelle's taking forever looking at rocks and gems and stuff. And I feel a burbling, and it's just like I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's you this, have some coal to let out. Yeah, this is a lot of years of this, and knowing what's gonna go down. Well, no worries. There's a gas station across the street. <laughs> Run across the street. Oh, it's a gas station that just has the pumps, and there's a coffee shop that doesn't. Like, no public restroom right on there. I couldn't get in or anything like that. I'm like, all right, fine. Well, there's a gas station around the way. Start walking to the gas station. The burbles hit again where I literally have to sit on the curb and wait it out yeah. so I can Ugh. get you're, back you're up the, and walk over. I call over. that the second wave. Oh, yeah. yeah you're in yeah, trouble. Yeah. 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 So I get over there. I get across the street. have to sit on the side, like, basically on the side of the building and wait for my stomach to settle itself down. Oh, dude. I walk in there. Some dude's arguing with another guy, and I'm like, do you guys have a key to the bathroom? And he's like, no keys. And I'm like, "Uh, what? He's like, no keys, sir. And I'm like, all right. So I start walking out, and I realize, first off, I'm not going to crap my pants here. Like, I'm in Kent. There's like a 30-minute drive back to my house. So I just, I went around the corner. This is perfectly normal in Kent. Yeah, you know, I don't think anybody really thought anything (laughs) different at that point. And I just, I propped myself against, you know, pulled down my pants, Uh propped myself against the wall, so I had enough leeway, so there was nothing. What did you use for toilet paper? I did not. Oh, dude, (laughs) in the future. I I just like, use your socks, bro. Yeah, use your socks. I was not thinking at anything at that point, so I just basically <laughs> did the deed. Drawers, you know. Yeah, got into the car. <laughs> if you need a third, went pass, home, yeah. took a shower, and it was all good. And just left a uh, oh, little pile there. A little silence of the yams. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't eat, don't eat combos before you go on a road trip, guys. 
Yeah, I uh, wow. Note yeah. Yourself. Dude, I, remember, <laughs> and I think about that video of that woman at the Tim Hortons that threw her poop at the, yeah. the cashier. Like I, I he basically no, did kind of like I that. I had nothing to. I had nowhere to go. Nothing to do. Nothing. Like I had no choice but to do that I'm because just, my stomach was like, "You're not gonna make this it is home." And I'm it's gonna happen. I'm picturing the version of the story where like a mega fan of of the morning show just rounds <laughs> the corner, like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Rev?" You know, you're like, "Hey, man, how are you?" Don't worry about it, dude. Can I get a selfie real quick? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can take some DNA home with you. Just go ahead and go for it. Yeah. Dude. So that was probably the. Uh, yeah, well, I had kind of uh, blocked that from my brain. I think you did well though. You know, I just wasn't gonna crap my pants. I'm not gonna do that. Dude. I'll just poop. I'll just poop out there. So I just got distracted because my Instagram. I found I had a video blocked on Instagram. <gasps> What'd you what you video? do? There's a stupid Britney Spears in Vegas video that when we went and saw Britney oh, in Vegas, we yeah. posted a video. Copyrighted. Oh, uh, she owns that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, apparently denied. Yeah. Uh. Stupid. Argue. <laughs> Delete. What you should do. Like, is, sorry, I posted a video. Uh, uh, those are your first world problems, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Do you have it, Brittany? Screw this country. <laughs> Go move to Canada where they don't, don't, they don't block videos. Of yeah. Britney Spears. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. I wonder if they're going to do that to us with the Stone Temple Pilots thing because it's like it's no different. It's up on YouTube, right? No, but I mean, what if on Instagram they say it's blocked? Can I say I can I dispute it because I got to play drums? Yeah, I'm like I'm in the band, dude. Look at the video. There was so many great pictures of Glenn that surfaced from that moment. Oh gosh, yeah, they were incredible. There's some great pictures. Uh, That was still an awesome experience. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was a really good time. That That was like a bookmark uh, in my life. Like that literally was the end of a chapter. There were moments where, like, every couple of days, I'd be like, I need to watch that video again and just remind myself of how awesome that was. Because it was was like, when else is that ever going to happen? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, such nice people. That was one of the coolest things about it. They really were nice, and we had a great time, you know, chatting with them. And then even being on stage, it was like laughs and fun. Mm -hmm. That's the thing when I share that people with stories, like, they don't know you or I, you know, and... Like Robert coming up to me and saying, "Hey man, don't be nervous," and I kind of laughed. I'm like, "Oh dude, I'm not." Yeah. And he laughed hard at that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, 30 seconds later, I'm like, "I wonder if I can push Dean over." And so I'm over there shoving <laughs> on him, and you know, and, and he just started screaming, "Yeah!" at the top of his lungs. Yeah. Like he didn't know if I was gonna be scared and stand there. I was like, "No, no, no, dude, this is what I do. I just haven't made any money at it." <laughs> <laughs> so my hands down, my fa- my favorite picture that surfaced was the one that Rhiannon sent us, and that was the one that was just you soloing. And I don't even think that that was when you were playing with STP, and and you just have this like blank stare look on your face. While you're soloing like you're having a white light orgasm. Oh, I'll have to find that photo. Yeah. <laughs> I may have actually checked out for a moment. It's anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, this Thursday night over at the Highway 99 Blues Club, go check us out. Well, Bruce Brody's going to be there. Parker's going to be playing with us as well. Siren Sister, Why and Only in the Wreckage, John Ness, Intasar. Uh, and it's all for uh, the, the benefit for Life Center Northwest, uh, the Beating Heart, and big props to the West Seattle Wrecking Crew, everybody for coming down hanging out with us today. Thank you, Thank you for having and us. And we will see you guys on Thursday. Be and there. Much love to our brother Ed Maloney and Highway 99 yes. Blues Club yes. as well. Thank you, guys. Yeah. That place is awesome. Love you, man. Always it's a great experience there. It's an important so. part of this city, so come down and spend some time there. Yeah, come hang around us Thursday can. night. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, we will be there. Yes. We'll be, we'll rehearse, <laughs> rehearsed even. This well, you've be, already rehearsed, so yes. you're good. Yeah. Watch, yeah. watch this is the show that falls apart. We'll just both. <laughs> if we haven't fallen apart at the gig where I stepped on Travis's head, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think we'll make it. <laughs> oh, no, that happened, dude. We were Tony all, V's and Everett. We, yeah. Honestly, yeah. That, yeah. We were all in a, we were kind of in a bad place. That was the last, right after that, I really tapered off my drinking big time. But well, we, yeah. We were all. Maybe that's for the best. Dude. Oh, but, my gosh. That was the one where um, 
Well, no, yeah. four of the five members were losing their mind collectively on stage, and JT was staying sober yeah. for a month, and he had to experience <laughs> the other four members just not really being all there. Jim Clark got online and commented it was the first time he ever felt physically threatened by a band from the stage. <laughs> it was a great <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, it was a good show. All right, so we'll see you on Thursday, and stay positive.